If you want to support any of the podcasts produced by Multiple World Productions, consider going to multipleworldproductions.com slash books, where you can pick up any of my released Kindle books, including the Operation Swan Song trilogy, Our Past Does Not Define Us, In the End, the Echo Omega series, and Sizzle Reel for just $2.99 each. Thank you. thread where I have been on this. Um, I really liked um, the uh, uh, the Force Awakens. I really liked Rogue One. I enjoyed um, the Last Jedi. Did not particularly care for um, Solo, but it's not terrible. Like it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Um, and then there's also like you know I, I really did not like Rise Skywalker at all. Um, so. And then on the streaming side, I've liked most of what they've done. I did not care for Book of Boba Fett. Um, I think season two of Mando is hit or miss. Um, but I am enjoying season three of Mando. I enjoyed Kenobi somewhat. Um, Andor I loved. Um, so we got a bunch of announcements today. So uh, to start out, we got an announcement that Andor season two, which is currently in production, will be debuting, uh, which will be end of Andor will be debuting on the Disney Plus in April, or not April, August of 2024, which means we are over a year away from that, which sucks, but it is cool that we had a concrete date, which means that about a year from now, we'll be getting a trailer for it, because they're probably going to debut a trailer at Star Wars Celebration. Um, Skeleton Crew, we got a list of directors. Um, I don't think they gave a, a, a release window for, for Skeleton Crew. Um... I would assume that's 2024 as well. Um, but I don't think we got a, uh, a concrete release window for that. Um, but that is, uh, that is coming in, uh, at some point. I would say probably 2024, because if they just wrapped and they announced the directors, I would assume that this show is probably coming in 2024, because n- number one, I think we also take into consideration the, the slate at, you know, I think that if they put Ahsoka in the same slot, because Ahsoka got a confirmed release date of August, if Ahsoka takes the same release date that Andor got, um, that gives time for Marvel to get through 
both Secret Invasion and I would say most, if not all, of Loki, if Loki's another six-episode season like the first season was. That gives them 12 weeks. They got plenty of time to do that and have a little breathing room before Ahsoka starts up. Because I think that what happened with Miss Marvel and Kenobi, they don't want to do again. So it makes sense to give a little breathing room. Now, as for, you know, all of that, after Ahsoka allegedly is Echo in October. We're allegedly getting Echo in October this year because Echo, um, Alka Cox said, look forward to October, and I think that that was kind of, you know, her saying, hey, the show's coming out in October, get ready. Um, which wasn't exactly subtle about that. So, all of that being said, um, all of that being said, uh, I think that it's likely that it's either very late 2024, early 2020, uh, very late 2023, um, if it makes that to early 2024. Although with the amount of post-production you have to do on these shows, I would not be surprised if it gets delayed if it's in 2024. I didn't see a release date. That doesn't mean that the article didn't list one. I just didn't see it because I was very quickly trying to aggregate the information for this show this morning when I woke up. So, it, because it happened at about 6 in the morning, I'm like, I am not waking up at 6 in the morning, because they're not live-streaming it, so I can't even watch it, so i got to sit here and wait for it to aggregate anyway. Might as well just wait and then get it all at once. So, all of that. Then let's talk about Ahsoka, because Ahsoka, I think we have the most to talk about, um, of anything. Wow, alright, so you have a Tesla, it gives you a right to drive like an asshole. Um, so, Ahsoka. This trailer... It's fucking phenomenal. I think it's the best Star Wars trailer I've seen in a long time. Um, it's a trailer that gets me incredibly excited for this show. In a way that I was before, I was stoked for this show. But, like, there's a moment in this trailer where they show... Where she says, and Thrawn's returned. And you see Thrawn from behind in that fucking white Grand Admiral uniform. And she goes, and he's the heir to the Empire. I was like, holy fuck, this is perfect. Um, like, this, like that, seeing Sabine, and I think uh, N Natasha Lou Bordezzo, I think is her name, who's playing, uh, who's playing Sabine, just absolutely nailing the mannerisms. I think that that's such a big deal to, for something like this. She absolutely nails all of the mannerisms that Sabine had in the, in the cartoon. We get our first look at Hera, Chopper. This is just live-action continuation of Rebels, and I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm in. Like, I am so fucking down for, for that, that it's like, this is just a perfect, like, a perfect way to do it, and I think this, this trailer gets me so interested in that. Now, also, we get these cool-looking lightsabers, and I think that that's something else worth noting, and it, it's like an orangey lightsaber. Now, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but if I remember my expanded universe correctly, um, Master and Apprentice, the, um, the book about Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon set a little before Phantom Menace. I want to say like five years before Phantom Menace because Obi-Wan's younger a little bit. And it's a story, it's a story of them going out, you know, it's around Naboo and Naboo's like a sister planet. Um, if I remember that correctly, there is a non-kyber crystal thing that can channel the force to create a lightsaber blade. And that had an orange blade. And it wasn't quite as strong as a lightsaber. Like, it couldn't cut through stuff. Like, it uses a blunt instrument, kind of. And it can cut through shields. 
And I think that that might be what that is. Um, either way, there are rumors that this show, like Skeleton Crew, is going to be taking everyone out of the galaxy into the adjacent galaxies and, and, and outside and see what's going on out there. Which totally makes sense when we get into what's coming after. Because um, we have more information coming there. Um, and, oh, I forgot about the Acolyte. Um, the Acolyte, they didn't, they showed some footage there, but they didn't release it. The Acolyte, they gave, um, a trail, they, they showed off, there's a lot of Jedi, because it's end of the High Republic, moving into the Twilight of the Republic era. Um, and I think the idea is they're gonna show that off, and, you know, it's gonna be about the rise of the Sith. I mean, we knew this all right, but the rise of the Sith. Uh, the director, whose name I'm forgetting, said she took a lot of inspiration from, oh, oh, what's her name who did Russian Doll? She took a lot of inspiration from martial arts movies that originally inspired uh, Lucas, and um, she said it's, she pitched it as Kill Bill meets Frozen, which, I don't know what the fuck that means. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I don't know how to interpret that. Um, so, if, but, I mean, look, if, if the idea works, the idea works, and I'm interested to see the story of the rise of the Sith. Um, considering I've been, I've been reading the High Republic stuff, like, I've, I'm, I'm in, uh, Cata, no, Cataclysm's the one that just came out, um, Convergence, I'm re-listening to Convergence, and I'm gonna re-listen to the Battle of Jeddah, and, um, and then we get Cataclysm, we're gonna talk about Cataclysm on, on Exploring Hyperspace in a little bit, and I might do a review on Beware of Spoilers, but we're a bit of ways away from that right now, um, but yeah, this is a totally, 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 um, you know, interesting idea. I love how they're kind of playing with this, like, just a few centuries before what we know. I like how they're playing around in that little sandbox and really building out the universe there. Um, again, I've expressed my, my main issue with that, is that this is an era after the Jedi-Mandalore War, um, and yet we have this situation where it's like, oh, we still have to explore the Outer Rim, and we still have to lay out hyperspace lanes and stuff like that, and, um, I'm like, yeah, but you would think they would have done it a couple hundred years earlier when they were fucking dealing with Mandalore, like, when they were fighting Mandalore in this giant-ass war, um, but whatever, it is what it is, um, so that seems interesting, too, and, and I'm, I'm interested in all of that. Then comes the theatrical, and the theatrical... I think is one of those things where it's like, on paper, these all sound like great ideas. It's going to depend a lot on execution, and it's going to depend a lot on how well this comes about, um, you know, how, how well audiences receive it. So the first movie is the one we've been hearing about a lot. The one that Damien Lindelof was on the strip for until he left the project. The one with Shemin Obeid uh, Chinoy, I think is how you pronounce her name. Uh, she directed the partition episode of... Um, of, of Miss Marvel, um, that movie is, they called it New Jedi Order, with Ray, and I was like, man, you wanna just fucking piss off an entire chuddy subset of the fan base? congratulations, you did it in one simple announcement, because they are not gonna take to that lightly, because again, New Jedi Order is a Luke Skywalker story with the Yuuzhan Vong, um, but, like I said before, if we're doing New Jedi Order, and that's what this is, this is a New Jedi Order kind of story, um, and, and they're calling it New Jedi Order to kind of invoke that, I, I think the interesting thing that could happen there is 
if we're going outside the galaxy as it is now with Ahsoka allegedly and with uh, Skeleton Crew allegedly, then the that could be the you know I I don't know if they're going to use the Yuuzhan Vong or if they're going to use the Grisk because the Grisk have kind of taken that role within the the new expanded universe or are they just going to reintroduce the Yuuzhan Vong? I think the smart thing is probably to reintroduce the Yuuzhan Vong because either way you're fighting an uphill battle over like we need to introduce this bullshit because I don't think a lot of people have read a lot of the Thrawn books and stuff like that but at least people have a passing familiarity with the Yuuzhan Vong. I think more people have a passing familiarity with the Yuuzhan Vong than they do with the, um, than they do with the Grisk. And I think that's kind of the situation that they find themselves in with this, where it's like, look, we have to do that, and, and, and let's do it this way. So, let's, you know, I'm interested to see how that plays out, if that's what they're doing. Again, all that they said in the article I read was that it's going to be New Jedi Order, Daisy Ridley reprising, and they did not give a release date. Um, so that would be interesting. Um, the second movie, they called it Past, Present, Future, where it's like past, present, that was the future. That is the future of Star Wars going beyond the Skywalker saga. Uh, and, and Rey is returning. Um, that's the important thing, which I'm fine with. I, I did not hate Daisy Ridley in that role. I, I, I like... I thought that she was endearing, and I, I liked the character a lot. People didn't like her. I, I don't understand it, but, you know, it is what it is. So, the next movie, The Present, Dave Filoni is directing, which makes a lot of sense. It's the culmination of the Mandalorian timeline in a theatrical movie. Now, herein lies the question about that that I have, is... So what do they do on Disney Plus after that? If they're going to culminate the Mandalorian timeline with a movie, what the fuck are you going to do on Disney Plus? Um, are you going to do more early stuff? More Jedi and, and stuff like that? Are you going to do... Uh, or are you just going to abandon the streaming and go back to theatrical? Was this just a stopgap to regain some goodwill before going back to theatrical following the failure of the sequel trilogy? We don't know. Um... So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I think that based on where we've gone this season in The Mandalorian, and if you go and listen to my discussions with The Mandalorian and all of that, you will, uh, you'll hear what I'm talking about. Um, I think that what they're going to say, is, what, it, what it would likely be, is uh, Rise of First Order. Um, because right now what we're doing in The Mandalorian is laying the groundwork through which the the First Order can rise. This is how the First Order can come to power in this situation. Like, they can take advantage of a power vacuum, they can take advantage of what the Republic's doing, and they can just come right back in and take over. Um, so it's kind of an interesting thing that they're doing there. And if that is that, then that makes sense. Uh, Filoni has directed a few episodes of a few of the shows. I think he's done a great job with those, and I think he'll be able to do a movie pretty well. Um, and I think that is going to likely happen. The third one is the past. And, and this is the one that if there was one thing announced that I think is possible will not happen the way they say it will, um, it's likely this one. Um, I think that it's likely... Uh, here's the thing. They, they brought in James Mangold. Direct, and, and that's the thing, too, is that 
I, I think that the reason why it's likely to happen is because Mangold has worked within Lucasfilm before to make a big project. So I think that it, it does kind of make, like, it, it's a smart decision to happen there because he knows, you know, how the executives at Lucasfilm work. Um, and and so, so Mangold's going to come in and do an or, a movie about the origin of the Jedi Order. This is, I think, the biggest risk of them. Because I think that, I don't know if you can sell this to a general audience at a theatrical level. I'm not sure how many people will give a shit about that. And I think you'll need a big name in there to get people there. Um, and unless you have that, I think you're going to have a harder time doing it. Um, and it would be interesting to see how that plays out. How, how that world kind of meshes with the rest of what they've built. I'm interested to see it. I, I do want to see it, and I want to see it done well. Um, and I think Mangold's a, ter a, 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 a terrific director. Uh, I loved his work in Ford vs. Ferrari. Uh, for Ford vs. Ferrari. I loved his work with... Um, what was that other movie he did? Oh, Logan. Um, Logan's one of my favorite superhero movies. So, so Mangold doing this has me very excited. That said, I would like to see... Um, I would be interested to see how this, you know, plays out compared to the rest. They also haven't given any concrete dates. They haven't dated any of the movies or titled any of the movies. They've just given, like, broad concepts for the movies. So it's, like, New Jedi Order, um, like, End of the Mando timeline, and, um, and, uh, you know, Origins of the Jedi. But there's no titles, there's no nothing. Um, presumably... If I were to venture a guess, I would say likely the new Jedi Order movie is uh, 2025, because I think they're still holding on to that 2025 date, and while Warner Brothers may have put an untitled movie on that date, I don't think they're putting an untitled movie on that date and then being like, oh, and we're going to open some big tentpole franchise against it. Like, I don't think it's likely that they put that, that there and then said, oh, we're doing Dune Messiah on this date. Um... Like, I, I don't think that is, you know, I don't think that's what that's going to be. Um, so, I, I think that that's kind of an interesting situation to find themselves in. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for all of these. And the thing is, too, it's like, I think that my excitement for all of these is a little bit more skewed from uh, what a normal person would be. Um, because I'm a diehard Star Wars fan. So, like... Oh, they're doing a new Jedi Order movie? Fuck yeah, let's go. Oh, cause I, I remember reading New Jedi Order as a kid. Um, and it's like, that was the thing, is that it's like, I think I've talked about this on Exploring Hyperspace Lanes, and I've talked about this on, you know, on the podcast before. Like, me reading Star Wars as a kid was me reading above my, my grade level. Because I was reading adult science fiction you know, not mid-grade or, or young adult. I was reading adult science fiction as a, as a child because I was like, oh, it's Star Wars. Here's Luke and, 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 you know, all these characters that I know and love from the movies. Let me read these stories and learn more. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, cool, so new, new Jedi Order being made into a movie? Fuck yeah, I'm all in on that. Um, and the same goes for, like, you know... Like, I, I want to see, you know, an origin of the Jedi movie. So let's see how that plays out compared to this. And and it's like and now we're seeing why a lot of the canon was tossed. It's like, well, they want to redo it. Uh, that said, so looking forward to Ahsoka. Ahsoka is going to be fucking awesome. I, I, like, that show, I feel like, can't miss 
because I feel like that's the kind of thing that Filoni is going to bring his all to because he sees Ahsoka as his baby. Like, he, he cares so much about that character and that character being portrayed well that he will not let that get fucked up. Um, and when Filoni is bringing his A-game, we all win. Because Filoni bringing his A-game is always the best possible solution. Um, but we'll wrap up there for today. Um, so Josie and I are going to discuss this on Wednesday. I think we're recording that episode tonight. Um, we're going to be discussing all of this news, plus the Bad Batch Season 2 over on Exploring Hyperspace Lanes. We are all, uh, the next episode of the Backlog Catalog, uh, the Backlog Files will be on, um, what day? Uh, Monday, we'll be talking about Tiny Detours, the new episode of, um, what's it called, the new episode of the show proper. We, we made an audible, um, because Suzumi comes out this weekend and it's directed by the same person who did Your Name, um, I'm finally going to watch Your Name, and we're going to talk about that, um. And then, for those of you who listen to Beware of Spoilers, who are listening, who are like, wait, where's this episode about The Flash? Well, this happened today. Uh, this happened this morning at about 6 in the morning. So I was like, when I saw that that news was breaking, I was like, you know what? Let me get this in early in the morning, rather than do the episode about The Flash. Because we'll do the episode about The Flash tomorrow, um, and we'll get that in. Um, we'll just double up on episodes tomorrow. Um, but we'll wrap up there for today. So until our next episode, which will be, uh, we'll be doing Outer Bend at some point this weekend. I did, I, I preempted it yesterday because of this happening today. Um, so we'll be doing that at some point this weekend. Uh, if not, you know, we'll just double up episode next week. Uh, so until then, have a great rest of your week. This podcast is a production of Multiple World Productions. For more details about all the other things happening on all three podcasts, check out multipleworldproductions.com.